good whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express Quick Trip, episode 69. 69, dude. <laughs> He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel, coming to you, as always, from the Silver Tavern here in Deckerville, recording this quick trip. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. MIOnDemand.com. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We should be standing. Simplecast. We should be standing. Standing? We got stood up. We did. Again. 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 I think we're getting catfished. It's okay. Maybe. I like it. I dig it's it. It's probably you know, a bitch after our money. Remember, Sober Phil enjoys getting catfished. Remember, Drunken Phil confessed that last week? Yes. So, it's okay. I mean, Steve Moon was supposed to be our guest. I'm going to say his name now out of shame. He's a director. Um, directed a film that we wanted to talk about, or he wanted to talk about, but... uh he, he won't call us. He uh, he came up with a message a message earlier that he was going to uh, be late because he was still on set, and he hasn't responded, nor has he called. Maybe he will. Prove me wrong, Steve. So in honor of this, Phil. We're not going to talk shit about you yet, Steve. In honor of this, I have I brought in another piece of cinematic... Wonderfulness? Uh, yeah, for us Some to talk about. Some kind of wonderful. For us to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, so what's happening here? This is done to the highest cinematic standards. Of course. Uh, there are some uh, what appear to be orcs and masks. Is this a, a pornographic film? Not yet. Not yet? It may turn that way. It may turn pornographic? I don't know how the fat man on the woman. Women, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Right, let's take a secret now. <laughs> Um, this is awful, by the way. It sounds awful. And I'm only hearing it, much much like you folks at home are. Oh, she's missing a tooth. Oh, Jesus. She's missing a tooth, and she's bald. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, that was pretty awful. That was very awful. That was just the intro. I, I didn't want to bring more than that into the mix. I understand. I fully understand. So, well, yeah. How about we, we we should cleanse their palate a little bit? Uh, Phil's moving his microphone, changing the trajectory of it, giving it the play-by-play. Phil's moving the mouse, shaking it around frantically, spun it around 360. It didn't come through that great, but it's classic. It's getting a little loud in here. That was from Grandma's Boy. Yeah. That was the the king of the, the mother the fucking king of the jungle scene. It gets me every time. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Lumen Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man Randy Savage. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way in in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Okay, I... I, What a promo. What a promo there. He, uh... He's actually holding, like, a little tiny thing of cream. Yes. Like coffee creamer. Of course he is. Yeah. The Macho Man, Randy Savage. The cream will rise to the top. 
That wasn't half bad. Was mean a- Gene Okerlund there doing that interview. I don't know why mine didn't come through very well on the audio. I had it right down to the speakers, but it was really loud that moment in here. It was. It was. And But I, I do have a superior laptop as well. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So what's grinding your gears now besides Steve Moon not calling us? Well, the lack of emails. So if you want to stop my gears, if you want to lubricate those gears, email us at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com or pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. Go to tuscolapalooza.com. Buy some tickets. Come watch Phil and I do shit. We don't know what. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Does that get it all out of the way? Do we, we cover I think everything? so. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Time to go solo. Cooking up fools like a pound of bacon or whatever. Bottom cocky. Bottom cocky. <laughs> we, uh, we talked about that a little bit off air between shows, and we decided that, you know, Bono, wears, Bono from U2 fame wears sunglasses because he has had so many loads released in his eyes. So we yes. decided it's going to be a new genre called Bono cocky. Probably by the edge. Yes. Bottom cocky. Yes, Bonokaki. Which is when multiple dudes blow loads in your eyes. Bonokaki. Yes, in your sunglass-covered eyes. Yes. I wear my sunglasses at night. Because ten dudes around me blowing loads. Oh, man. Oh, man. This show's devolved in a hurry. Oh, man. We haven't even made fun of any special Olympians yet. (laughs) You guys are... You guys are too blue to, or too good to work blue. You guys are too good. To come work on, blue. man! Come on, man! Work it good. Work it good. That's what Bono says. I know. I know. Oh man, she's dressed like a jelly donut. <laughs> we still don't know what that means, but <laughs> sure do love saying it. <laughs> anarchy, anarchy. I don't know what it means, but I sure love saying it. I there you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Holy fuck, balls just hit me in the foot. We're being attacked. Oh my goodness. We're just trying to make a podcast here. That's right. Jesus. Holy shit. That was that was intense. I I wasn't I wasn't that scared, but I saw at least 30 minutes of my life flash in front of my eyes. I saw balls flash in front of my eyes. And I didn't like it. That's not the first time. No bottle cocky for me. What? I, I want to I want to make a remake of I still haven't found what I'm looking for because my eyes are covered in jizz. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! There's just ah. We're so, alienating those that tune into this show for the wholesome entertainment that it provides. Uh, we're just I'm a little upset, and this is what happens. I act out like a petulant child when I'm upset. Um, I thought this interview was going to be something big, and it's just you know. My whole life is disappointment, well, utter disdain, we're, and we're, I'm just trying to make a podcast with my friend and trying to trying to showcase his talents because he's the supremely talented one in this duo, and I just wish it would go somewhere. Like we need we need a we need a win, man. We need a big break. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Steve Moon could be that break. I thought we could be that break for him. Obviously, being quote unquote on set. Right. Pretty sure he's wiping up Bono cocky right now. <laughs> Bono, come here. I've got wet naps. Oh, no. He, he, oh, he just answered. He, still, he just answered. He said, still on the set, I apologize. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, yeah. He's definitely wiping up Bono cocky on a Bruce Willis movie. Well, Steve, give us a call. I, I know yeah. you can't hear this right now, but... Next Thursday when you're listening to this, <sighs> uh, give us a ring. 
And uh, you've got our number. Yep, you know how to get a hold of us. I, uh, Bruce Willis must be kind of a diva when he's on set. He's probably a bitch. He must be old. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. And he, it, five bucks says that his bald head looks the same as if I was to shave my scrotum. <laughs> What do my scrotum and Bruce Willis have in common? They look the same when they shave their heads. <laughs> when it gets cold out, they both shrivel up. That's right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, my balls uh, do a perfect Bruce Willis impression. <laughs> oh, man. What a tough audience tonight. Yeah, it is. Look at them up there. I'm... I'm gonna, not going to lie to you. My heart's really not in this right now, but I'm trying. I'm trying to dig deep. <laughs> Just, I, don't, I don't have anything to say that's worthwhile. Oh, you have. You've said plenty worthwhile shit tonight. All right, all right. All I right. mean, you came up with Bonokaki. Bonokaki. <laughs> I mean, that is very Bovisphere-esque. Still a favorite moment is when Laura was on with us and she actually looked up the definition <laughs> of Bukaki. Yeah. Uh, that's a classic episode. There was a look of horror on her face that... <laughs> You just can, don't see. You can't replicate that feeling, man. It, no. It, it's just, no. Uh, and she didn't watch video. She saw a, a still image of it. <laughs> and was still... Uh, it's still... It, it, it really... It, it's ingrained in her DNA now, I feel like. Well, there's DNA ingrained in her. There was lots of DNA <laughs> flying around in that clip. <laughs> oh. You do not want to take a black light into that room. No. No. <laughs> You go, you, you go blind for more than one reason. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> There's a lot of protein around here. Is somebody trying to clean things? They got Clorox and dish soap everywhere. <laughs> they use Tide on the walls. You're not supposed to use Tide on the walls. No. It's for your clothes. Yeah, it was silly. Remember that in uh, college when you'd write shit on the walls and Tide and then get the fucking black lights out? It was the 90s. You know, the yeah. 90s were a weird time. And then there were things written on the wall that you wish was tied. Right. That you're like, holy shit. How the fuck did he ejaculate the fucking Emancipation Proclamation? <laughs> Boy, he could really draw with that thing. <laughs> the Gettysburg Address in Jizz? Is that a picture of Whistler's mother up there? It's a Picasso painting. <laughs> His dick has skills. <laughs> It's cultured. He's the Bob Ross of penises. That's a happy little mistake penis up there. <laughs> I can blow my load and replicate Jackson Pollock films. Or p- yeah. pictures, portraits. If you uh, happen to blow your load in the wrong spot, just, uh, you know, just, uh, just go in there with your fan brush and uh, pull that out a little bit. Pull it out. Pull it out. Drag it down. Drag full, it down. Pull it out. Full speed ahead. Use your fan brush. Pull it out. Still one of my favorite jokes is when somebody, like, a uh, picture of a dude, and he's got, like, nine or ten kids around him, and they said, this dude can't even pull out of his own driveway. That's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic meme. He probably can't even pull out of his own driveway. There's probably a lot of truth to that. <laughs> oh, Whoopi Goldberg's on TV. Why would anybody put her on TV? That is a great question that I'm not prepared to answer. She is not pleasant looking. <laughs> She's like the human version of Predator. She's like Pac-Man and Predator had a baby. Oh. That's a brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because her head opens up like in half. Like she's a fucking Canadian with her flapping head and her beady little eyes. Yes. <laughs> and 
and they remade Space Jam with LeBron James. What the hell? You know, you know that's gonna suck because Looney Tunes all suck now. There's no use to any Sam. It's horse shit. Yeah. No Speedy Gonzalez. How they help? How the, they supposed to make a movie? You see, what had happened was, why are they remaking a movie that was already perfect? Yes. Oh, you'll get that on these big jobs. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Holy balls. That's just we, terrible. We need to dedicate this episode, being that we couldn't have our movie producer on. Director, producer, writer. Director, producer, Bonukaki expert. Just basically historian. I think I made up a new word, Bonukaki. <laughs> Banukaki? Banu. Banukaki. Yeah. Uh, only prevalent in Botswana. <laughs> Where we have not charted yet, just in Israel no. and the United States. Yeah. Come on, Botswanian people. Why the fuck haven't we charted in Canada yet? Do they even know what a podcast is up there, eh? Ah, you know, eh? They don't know what it's about. They're too busy playing hockey and eating Tim Hortons. Yeah, you know, when you drink the Molson, you don't usually make it through a whole podcast, eh? The Molson tastes like syrup to me. It's that, uh... It's that maple uh, syrup uh, heritage of the, the Great White North. I like my maple syrup vodka. Yeah. Actually, maple syrup whiskey might not be bad. Probably wouldn't be. Mixing some maple syrup with a little bit of whiskey. Pour it on your pancakes. Fuck yeah. It's the right way to start your day. Yeah. Yeah, eh? That's how we start our day up here in Canada. Before yeah. the morning skate, we have a big old we have a big old stack, and we pour some whiskey and uh, and uh, maple syrup on them. Yo, when you uh, when you make up those uh, slices of ham and call it bacon, eh? You hoser, just take off and have some, uh, you know, just have a little bit of uh, the uh, maple syrup uh, vodka on your pancakes and your hot cakes, and uh, you know, take off, hoser. We call it Canadian bacon, but it's really ham. It is ham. They can't figure it out down south because Americans are stupid. <laughs> We've been fooling them for years. <laughs> That's right. Selling them ham as bacon. As well as uh, dominating the music industry, because up here, Canadian stations are required to play at least 40% Canadian-born artist, or Canadian uh, citizen artist, whereas Canada only has one-tenth the population in the United States. So do the math. 40% of the music, one-tenth the population. It's mostly Brian Adams, eh? That's why Canadian artists make it big. That's why. That's why you're welcome for for uh, such wonders as, uh, as as Brian Adams and also um, Sum Forty One and Celine Dion and let's see what else. Tragically Hip, I love though. Don't fucking bag on Tragically Hip. They're good. Mm, yeah. Gord Downey. Oh come on. You don't like Tragically Hip? Eh. They're okay. You're killing me, Smalls over here. Avril Lavigne. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. She she sang a very dramatic song about when she contacted Lyme disease. She's I, a national treasure. National treasure, eh? <laughs> Remember when uh, we, there were the news reports of John Candy attacking America? Yeah. Riding a moose, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch, John Candy? Yeah. You know, John Candy didn't die of an accidental heart attack. I say accidental, it was not. I use those air quotes, eh? We wrapped some pills and you, some Canadian bacon. You all know what that's about. A boot. A boot. <laughs> Sorry. A boot. We were able to make John Candy's heart stop. It, we don't know if it was the drugs or the 17 hours of Celine Dion on Luke. <laughs> Fucking Celine Dion. Yeah, fuck Celine Dion. She lives in Canada, or, you know, she's Canadian, but she comes to Vegas and steals everybody's money. She's ten times worse than the casinos. It's a money grab. 
they uh, people go there to see her, and they're like, "What's that bony thing on stage?" Have you seen her lately? Is that yeah. a skeleton? God, she's like Skeletor. She scares the living fuck out of me, man. Yeah, eyes all sunken in. Not you. We like watching you come over and leave. I don't think she heard that. No, I don't think so either. She's like, "Why do you want me to leave?" We have our reasons. Well, unless you walk backwards. Jeez. <laughs> Tough crowd tonight. Uh, Sorry, maybe you would better be suited to go to a Celine Dion show. Yeah. They're in Vegas, eh? Where she can steal your money. <laughs> you fucking Canadians. You get uh, $500 of free chips if you can get her to eat something. <laughs> if you could force feed her some lard. Here's a bucket of lard on the side of the stage. What's that thing coming out of her nose? Oh, we had to put her on a feeding tube to keep her alive. She got ten more shows to do. That's right. We had to leave the other nostril open for cocaine. <laughs> hey, uh, Celine Dion ain't got no teeth. Yeah, but she got a lot of meth. <laughs> Things got a little methy. Was that a Mike Tyson quote? <laughs> Everybody had the plan till they get pumped into faith. Faith. Yeah. Well, you gotta have faith. Ooh, I've got to have faith. I heard the Limp Bizkit version of that last night. Still holds up. It does. Limp Bizkit's early stuff, solid. New yeah. stuff, oh, bad. Anything off a $3 bill, y'all? Oh, man. Counterfeit. Counterfeit oh, is one of my all-time favorite songs. It's called Counterfeit. Freaking me out, Eddie won't let me play that on the School of Rock. Why? Because he said, no, 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 we can't play that. You know what will happen? You see, what will happen is, and this happens a lot... What, what had happened was, I'll suggest a song, and Eddie will be like, we can't play that, we can't play that. Four weeks later, hey, dude, guess what I added, man? He'll be like, yeah, I thought about it. And I'm like, I, I, sh- I thought of this song, I should add it. He's done that to me ten times now. I'm like, you motherfucker, I suggested this a month ago. Yeah, we all know. We, all, we got you. Just we like the you. song Prison Sex by Tool, I'm like, you should add Prison Sex. He's like, oh, no, no, we can't play that, we can't play that. I'm like, play Prison Sex. A month later, hey, dude, I loaded a new Tool song, Prison Sex. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. It is a way to get your stuff on. on See, just- with Eddie Fury, you have to make it seem like it's his idea. Then yes. it'll happen. I have a few bosses like that. I've, I've worked with people like that where, where you have to make it seem like it's their idea. And then it's all the best thing ever. Next week you'd be like, hey, Eddie, give me a handy under the table. That's right. Oh, I can't do that. Can't I can't. Do that. Hey, Phil, I decided uh, maybe for this show I should give you a hand job under the table. I think it'll make the quality of the show better. <laughs> I, pass. He has tiny hands. Remind yeah. me of a carny. Smells like dick cabbage. Feel huge, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It doesn't get that very often. It's going to look like he's stroking three yards. <laughs> look at the throw on that. Holy shit. Oh, good lord. Uh, if you want to ever get laid, don't start a podcast. Yeah. That's solid advice right there. Yep. Or make money. Yeah, if you're, if you're starting a podcast thinking you're going to find fame, get laid, and make money, ugh, that's some bottle cocky right there. We can't, even, uh, we can't even get a bottle cocky movie producer on our show. We can't even pay our own bar tabs anymore. <laughs> Yeah, remind me, I gotta sneak out of here. Yeah, of course. Wait until they're not looking. Yeah. Now, now, go, 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 go. Hey, Phil, go make a distraction for me. Start a fire in the back. Go shit on the middle of the floor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll try to squeeze something out. (laughs) All right. Pretend it's a trash can. All righty then. All righty then. I guess I'll try to squeeze something (laughs) out. 
Alrighty, let me just unzip my britches. Phil, that picture's not going to hold it all. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, boy. The soft serve machine is broken. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two podcasters, one cup. <laughs> what, is, what is it with, like, these large dance groups and stuff going on? America's Got Talent. I don't know. They're trying to spread the talent, I if, guess. I mean, I don't know what you win on America's Got Talent. But let's say you win... Let's say you win $250,000. When you got to spread that with 10 people? Well, look at how many people are on that stage. It's like, oh, congratulations. You guys are only going to get taxed on $720. Ah. Yeah, what are they thinking? They're dressed in all white. I think they're probably a cult. Simon yeah. Cowell scares the shit out of me. Uh, when you uh, take them home and they all drink the Kool-Aid. That's right. Crikey. I don't know why Simon Cowell's Australian. Or He's not, but it is, I, I appreciate the effort. Yes. If I concentrated on it, I could probably do a silent. Or I could a, do a, a solid. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell here. Decided that your act is a bunch of shit. I, I, I think I'll, I'll have a Jeff Goldblum down soon. Yes, I will. I'll have a Jeff Goldblum down yeah, soon. See, you'll have that. On these big jobs, you'll have that. Especially on these big jobs, that's what really happened. He talks in circles. I will, I will. I'll have a good yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum down. And uh, hot dogs. He loves hot dogs. He'll he eat does those all the time. And, uh, you know, buns. He likes a bun on a hot dog. And he'll eat, eat a hot dog with that. Uh, mustard, though. Mustard. No ketchup. No ketchup. Never never, never put ketchup on Jeff Goldblum's hot dog. No, he, he doesn't no, no, think no, that's no, delightful. No. He likes delightful things. And mustard is delightful. Mustard on a hot dog on a bun is really good. And you got to put yes. the mustard. No yes. ketchup ever. Uh, absolutely. And cockatiels. Cockatiels are great yes. birds. Great yes. birds. And, and uh, peacocks with their feathers. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Fantastic dogs. Chihuahuas are great. They're great dogs. Always shivering. Always shivering. Look nervous. Look nervous, look really, really nervous, nervous all the time. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They look nervous. They are nervous. I think they are nervous. Almost like someone from Jurassic Park is chasing them. You see, you'll have that. You'll have that. Maybe they'll turn into a fly eventually or something. And let me tell you, I've lived that life, and I didn't care for it very much, but you never know. A chihuahua might like such thing. No, they might like having 100 eyes. Their eyes already bug out, and a fly is a bug. So, you know, there they go. So it just is added security for them because then they can see more because they have more eyes. And chihuahuas are always nervous. They're always shaking. They're always nervous. So if they turn into a fly and had 100 eyes, then they can see more. And speaking of Seymour, I love, 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 love. I absolutely love Porn Little Shop of Seymour Butts. Oh. <laughs> little Shop of Horrors is where I was going with that. I don't know uh, where you were going. You were kind of going a different direction there. I was talking about a guy who makes uh, likes large plants, and uh, you were talking a guy... But a guy who likes large behinds. Um, and likes being somewhere. under the bleachers by Seymour Butts. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we just wasted over a minute on poor Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. We love Jeff. Jeff, if you're listening out there, come on the show. We'll dedicate a whole episode to you. You can As long as you don't Steve Moon us. Yes, yes. <laughs> We'd like you to show up in person. If you're ever in the Deckerville area. <laughs> That's right. If you're ever in the greater Deckerville area, <laughs> yes. stop by. I mean, uh, we, if, if you, like, make it as far north as Croswell, we'll come to you. We'll even buy you a hamburger. Yeah. I thought you were going to say we'll even buy you a hand job, but... Well, we can find one of those, too. We shouldn't have to buy that, I wouldn't think. He's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, for God's sake. I mean, we I'm can, really we can just go to... hand job. This is a great hand job. Dude, we can, we can go to the trailer park and find numerous women and give him a hand job for yeah. free. Dude, we probably wouldn't have to look. If he's not picky, we can find guy or girl in here that would do it. There's probably about five people in here, and there's only three women that would give him a hand job right now. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I certainly enjoy a good hand job. That's a fantastic uh, right amount of lube. Uh, fantastic. It's, it's the right amount of pressure, the right amount of squeeze, squeeze the right good. amount of squeeze, a little bit of speed, a little bit of friction, a little bit of friction. You can't be too overlubed. If you're too overlubed, then things don't work because there Your has grip to be is friction. Fantastic. Friction really comes into play when it comes to a hand job. You really speed friction. And pressure. Remember yes, that. Yes, absolutely. 
Well, we've about uh, exceeded our quick trip time limit here. You are fake news. No, I am not. And all we talked about was Bono Kaki and Jeff Goldblum getting hand jobs. Well, we did. Uh, we did cover awful porn acting. Yes, and uh, I'd say we we've fulfilled our our swath of range. Well, our our uh, our. Um, our we, we had a Bob Ross reference. Yeah, our advertisers and our, our, our people who back us will be very, very pleased, you know, that uh, we fulfilled our obligations for the week. Yes. Um, it's kind of like when uh, when Marshawn Lynch just went to the uh, press conference and said, I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only yes. here so I don't get fined. So if you want to... Email our show, pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com or pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. We are the PNA Podcast Express. This has been a Quick Trip episode 69. If you're interested in being one of our sponsors or advertisers, email us, and uh, who knows, maybe uh, maybe you'll make the cut. I mean, we're to the point right now where Adam and I have to sit in a room much like, uh, much like Animal House style where you're picking the pledges that make the frat, and we kind yeah. of pick through them. Yeah, we're right now trying to narrow down... Uh, you know, kind of get our get our get our pricing going. Oh, this thing screwed up on me. What the hell? Oh my goodness, that is terrible podcasting. The price is wrong, bitch. Nice. I love that one so much. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Adam's telling me we he's giving me the he's either wants to slip my throat or he says we need to end this thing. I hopefully not slip my throat. Very nicely done. All right, all the gears have been all the gears have been ground. All the karate kicks to the crotches have been announced, and really, no friends have been dicks in this episode. We'll just say we're the dicks for making you listen to this. Yeah, uh, he's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Make good choices. 